Hey everybody, welcome to King Legend Talk. You already know the vibes. It's your boy, King Legend 757. And today I have a special guest in the building. Go by the name of Catrice Austin, celebrity dentist, born in Flint, Michigan. I mean, this person right here is just extra dope. There's no other way to put it. Uh, bachelor's degree in psychology at the University of Michigan, doctorate in dental surgery from the University of Maryland. Like she became the uh, chief officer, chief operating officer of VIP Smiles, which is a successful New York cosmetic and sports dental practice. So she's very, very experienced in her field. And not to mention that the Network Journal named her one of the top 25 most influential black women in business in 1999. So she's definitely doing her thing. She was just uh, named top 25 women in dentistry by Dental Pro Products Reports Magazine in 2015. She's worked with so many celebrities. I'm talking Anthony Anderson, DJ Kylie, Common, Cardi B, ASAP Rocky, Buster Rhymes, JB Smooth, Wendy Williams, you name it, the list goes on and on. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself because I know I did my part and I know she about to deliver as well. So go ahead, Catrice, tell us about you, yourself. Hey guys, I am Dr. Catrice Austin, AKA the queen of smiles. I am the celebrity dentist. I am uh, so happy to be here. I am from Flint, Michigan, and I now have an office in Flint and New York, not just New York, Flint and New York. And um, I specialize in cosmetic dentistry, particularly uh, people come to me for that Cardi B smile where I did porcelain veneers and teeth whitening. So that's pretty much all I do, rocking out smiles. And um, I enjoy my job because I get to make people feel confident, look sexy, and just take their whole lives to the next level. So I'm happy to be here. We're going to talk about some good stuff today, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I guess we can just get this ball rolling with asking you, where did your passion for a career as a dentist come from? Well, when I was growing up, I hated my teeth. Um, when I was a child, my teeth had multiple spaces. I still have a little gap right now, but I had multiple spaces. My teeth flared out and um, the kids called me names. They called me Bugs Bunny and all kinds of names and it really messed with my self-esteem. When I got to high school, you know that time in your life when you wanna fit in and you wanna be one of the cool kids. I really kind of reached my breaking point and that's when um, my life's journey began. When um, I was about 15, my mom, she knew I hated my smile and didn't feel confident. She surprised me and got me the braces that I always wanted. Not the clear, pretty braces, the ugly Betty, like real traditional braces. But I wore those braces for a year. And when those braces came off, let me tell you, I felt so beautiful. I felt so sexy. It literally changed my life. And I had no idea that just by simply correcting my smile and closing my gaps and straightening my teeth, I had no idea that it was going to change the way, the way other people perceived me. It, I, I had no idea how it was going to affect me personally. I knew I would 
feel better, but my gosh, I like joined the pom-pom squad, the dance squad. I got my first boyfriend. Hey, Scott Newman. Hey, boo. Um, I, I actually went on to win Prettiest Smile in my senior year. So that experience, that transformation really made me want to do that for other people. So I knew when I was about 16 that I wanted to be a dentist. And um, I just, from there, just followed the path and uh, entered into a pre-dental program at University of Michigan and just kind of stayed the course. It was cool because I didn't have to find myself. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and just did everything I needed to do to make my dreams come true. So I am literally living my dreams. And when I go to work every day and I transform people's smiles, I, I know what I'm doing because I've experienced it myself and uh, it feels good. I love my job. Cause I know, I know, you know, they may feel like I felt when I was younger and I know what's coming on the other side. So I love it. That's amazing. That is an amazing story. Like just to go from that transition from being bullied about your teeth and then actually winning like a prettiest smile at your high school. Like yeah. did you go back to those bullies that I like, look at me now? Oh I'm gosh. Like, Oh, you do know at my 20 year anniversary where the, the, all the cool kids that were, you know, the ones that were popping, you know, now they were old and fat and bald and, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm winning in these streets. So, yeah, I fell down. Yeah, I definitely, definitely. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that's, that's probably just a rewarding feeling in itself to even be like that. I can only imagine based on how you were speaking about it, that your confidence went through the roof after having oh, yeah. your braces and everything taken care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really a game changer. So I tell people, it, you know, when you do a smile transformation, don't let it be because your spouse or somebody in your family or your friends tell you you should fix your teeth. It's mm -hmm. really a decision that you have to make. Now, my gap has opened back up since, <laughs> I mean, I have multiple gaps. Now it's, I didn't wear my, I'm a bad patient. I didn't wear my retainer, you know, throughout my life like I should have. So now I still have a gap between my two front teeth. And I'm not going to lie, people on the internet, because they feel so bold and they feel like, you know, people can just talk crazy to you on uh, on Instagram. People come for me in my gap still. They, they, why you, oh, you do, you do all these celebs. How come you ain't fix your teeth? And, and I've come to... I've come to like my gap because it's not as bad as it was when I was growing up. Yeah. And my grandmother, uh, rest in peace, she had a gap. So now I understand where I got my gap. And and part of me is like, you know, this is like a part of my family trait. And you embraced it. You embraced yeah, it. Yeah, I've embraced it. Because truth be told, I'm fine with the gap. I'm fine without the gap. I'm just a fine chick over here. So exactly. it doesn't really matter as long as I'm confident. I mean, because... When you think about it, like Michael Strahan, that's kind of like his his trademark. It's you trademark, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course, he got enough money to go ahead and fix it and do what he wants Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. But at this point, he would actually look weird without it. You know, because yeah. that's what we used to. Yeah, we yeah we've come to love him, and he's a nice looking young man. So exactly. I mean. Yeah, I, you know, there's supermodels that have gaps. Madonna has a gap. So, you know, I, I try to tell people don't cave into industry, what you, you know, what's considered industry standards. And if I wake up and I decide that I want to close my gap, mm -hmm. I can close my gap. But that's not what I'm choosing to do right now. 
And obviously, it's not stopping you from landing a celebrity client. So nope, my clients no is up. now. If the, now if my gap starts to mess with my paper, I'm gonna change it. That's when we <laughs> gonna say, wait a minute, wait a minute. But you know, as it, it hasn't affected my career. People compliment. Actually, every time I get on Instagram and I talk about closing my gap, people are like, no, don't close it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm cool with it for now. There's nothing wrong with that. So my next question for you would be, when you went to um, go get your bachelor's degree in psychology, uh, Mm -hmm. what things did you learn from that degree that you could say actually helped you in business? Um, That's a good question because traditionally people who are going to dental school will major in science, but I didn't like chemistry and biology that way. And if dentistry didn't work out, I'm like, I'm not going to be a chemist or do anything with science. So psychology, you know, you have to deal with the mind and you have to deal with people. And I was very okay with majoring. First of all, I like writing. And when you do psychology, when you study psychology or psychology and sociology, it's a lot of paper writing. So that was right up my alley. Um, But most importantly, dealing with the mind and dealing with people that's all I do in my business. Like I, I, as a dentist, I get a lot of people who are afraid of the dentist. You mm-hmm. think that psychology and the way I manage my patients make you know, I can manage them and make them feel comfortable. I know what they're going through. I can tap into their psyche and, and, and do some reverse psychology to kind of coax them into uh, feeling good about their dental appointment. And just people skills, there's so many things with customer disputes and uh, all types of things that happen with being a business owner. I feel so much better that I know how to handle people a lot better because of my training. So, uh, but most importantly, that fear of the dentist is real because, you know, when we were growing up, it wasn't as sexy and cool and all the gadgets and you get to watch Netflix and all of that stuff. (laughs) It's not as comfortable and sexy where people talk about their dentists and all. no, people mm-hmm. hated their dentists. The dentists didn't care if they were numb enough. Uh, they were mean, you know, it was like, just get in. They didn't have gloves and all that stuff. So um, the experience now is a lot more pleasant. And uh, yeah, that psychology definitely comes into play. Gotcha. Now moving from Flint, Michigan, all the way to New York, where was this, um, where were your where was your mind during that time? Because that's a big leap to, to that actually is move. A big, that's a big leap, but uh, there was a stop. I went to dental school in Baltimore, University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. And um, after you do your four years of undergrad, your four years of dental school, um, you have the option to do like the medical students. You could do a residency where you go to a hospital. You kind of get you know some training, seeing a lot more people in the real world before you go out into the real world practice and start your own or work for somebody. Mm-hmm. And back in the '90s when I graduated, that one year of experience was equivalent to two years of work experience. So if an employer saw that you did a residency then you get hired a lot faster. So mm-hmm. I came to New York after graduating because um, in the, there's Baltimore's Dental School and then there's Howard's Dental School. So in that DMV area, a lot of people were trying to stay and use the hospital, do their residencies locally. So the competition was a lot steeper. You, yeah. In these programs, they only let like five, 
people in per location. So mm. I was like, there's a lot of residencies in New York. So I'm like, you know, I've been in school all my life. Let me just go to the big city for one year and yeah. just see what this New York City thing was all about. Now, when I got to New York City, it was 96 and hip hop was popping and comedy was popping and the new the streets were popping and Diddy was running the bad boy and the biggie and the, all of this and Jay-Z and I would go clubbing. I started, I, I hadn't been in the clubs all my life and the yeah. clubs are popping. So I hit the streets in New York and I would see all these celebrities and I started, I would go to a comedy club um, in the village of New York where I would meet these young and up and coming comedians. Um, a Mike, young Mike Epps would come to this comedy club for $5 that for us to get in. And he wow. was just starting. A young Mike Epps would come to the comedy club just getting started. A young Tracy Morgan, um, a young uh, Kevin Hart. Like I've seen all of these people from the start and going there every Sunday, I started to become friends with comedians. So when they met me and I was 28 and, and I'm a dentist, they're like, I've never met a dentist like you. Like, you're cool. Like, I'll go to you. Yes. So that's when um, I was like, well, shoot, if y'all saying that if I stay, you'll support me, then I'm going to stay. And they were like, yeah. And that's what that's I did. I'm like, up. okay, I'm, I'm setting up shop. Uh, so I hadn't, I didn't have a practice yet, but I decided if I'm going to be the dentist of the stars, I'm going to get some flyers. I'm going to put it on my business card. I'll find a place to work, you know, later, but I'm just going to hit these streets, call myself the dentist to the stars. At some point, somebody's going to bite it. So one day I was in Puffy, um, Puffy had his restaurant called Justin's on Tuesdays and every Tuesday, um, all the celebrities would go. It would turn from a restaurant to a nightclub and all the big celebs would go there on Tuesdays. And one day I saw Isaac Hayes, the legendary Isaac Hayes. And I was like, shoot, my mom used to play his records. I'm going to go over there and meet him because I may never see this man again. So I go over there, interrupt his dinner. And he says, uh, he looks at my card. He was like, come on, like, you're really a dentist? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm Dr. Catrice Austin. I'm a dentist. If you need a dentist, hey, you know, I would love for you to support me. And uh, he told me to sit down and have dinner with him. And the rest is history. He became wow. my first celebrity client. I hurried up and found a place to start working. <laughs> and then he became my first client. And not only did he become my first client, he actually started taking me, I became a part of his family and entourage. So when he went to the Grammys, I went to the Grammys. When he went to the Acapulco Black Film Festival, I went to the Acapulco Black Film Festival. He was on the radio at the time. So he'd get on and promote my business for free. Mm -hmm. And that's how my business started. So, so just taking the it's safe to yeah. say you were in the right place at the right time. Right place at the right time and took the right chance. Yeah. Um, so that, that's always my message to the young people. Uh, and especially now, like now you have, you can just slide into a celebrity's DM. Like you don't even have to leave your house to meet somebody. So yeah. I tell the young people who are trying to, you know, build their businesses and their brands and, 
get celebrity clients, you it's easier than ever. I had to actually hit the streets, interrupt dinners and all that stuff. So yeah, that's how I got my start. And that's why I ended up staying because and, and at the time there weren't any other celebrity dentists. Now mm -hmm. you see a lot of people who do celebs. But um, back then I had no competition. So people were loving it. Young yeah, I, black female dentist. I can only imagine the referrals went all the way up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my early supporters was Mona Scott Young, who went on to uh, create Love and Hip Hop. But wow. at the time, she um, managed, uh, she was at Violator Records and Management, and she managed Buster, Missy, um, Nori, uh, 50 Cent, all of, uh, a lot of hot artists. And she started just sending me her roster. That's that she is the reason that I got a lot of my early celebs back in like Buster and I go back to like 99. Like when wow. he had have pictures of him, he and I when he had the dreads and he was young. Yeah, that's all the way back. Yeah, that go yeah. So it's cool. And then she of course, you know, changed careers and went on to do uh TV. And that's how I ended up getting Cardi. When it was time she get this young Cardi B on her show mm -hmm. and she needed a smile makeover, I get a call from Mona Scott Young. That's like 15 that's years later, right? Relationships. Yeah, that's a bond right there. Um, I think it's, it's so cool because you haven't had the traditional role of a, dent a dentist like at all. You definitely went all the way in and uh, been well spoken of. Yeah, you know, dentistry can be quite boring. And I decided when, you know, when I stayed in New York that I wasn't going to try to be the traditional um, dentist. I am very authentic. So mm. what you see is what you get. You're going to see me in the club. Like my job is from nine to five. After that, I am Catrice Austin. I'm in the club. I'm dancing. I'm talking like y'all. I'm just like a regular person. I just happen to be a dentist. And That's that has awesome. worked very well for me. So, um, so now I'm going to get into some questions about what you do, okay? Okay. So, um, this is just some general questions. So how important is it to maintain your teeth like at an early age? It's extremely important because it's a part of health. Your oral health is, is, is just as important as your overall health and it's actually connected. Um, the plaque that forms on your teeth every day is nothing but bacteria. So when you wake up in the morning, you see that gooky stuff, just think of it as the devil, it's, e it's evil. It yeah. is bacteria that can cause cavities, it could cause gum disease. And if it's not removed, it can lead to you losing the bone and your teeth can get loose and, uh, and you can have bad breath and your gums bleed. But not only that, that bacteria can travel throughout your um, system and that bacteria can get in your blood and travel to your brain. You can have a stroke. It can travel to your heart. You can have a heart attack. If you're diabetic, you are going to have problems even more because of that bacteria in your mouth. You don't heal very well. So it's extremely important to keep your mouth healthy because it's going to keep you overall healthy. And there, there was a, a, a young boy that was 12 years old, uh, Diamante driver that actually uh, he was on medic. Well, he didn't have any insurance and he got a toothache and his mom couldn't afford to take him to the dentist. And that toothache led to an infection and he actually died. Wow. Um, so there, yeah, he died. So as a result, 
um, the Congress uh, created a bill which led to the CHIP program where kids get access to free dental care. And that was a result of this 12 year old that didn't have access to a like $80 extraction, you know? So um, it's super important and I hope people understand that. So when I go live on Instagram and I do videos and stuff, I, I really try to stress the important. A lot of people want their teeth to be beautiful and they want the veneers, but the health always comes first. And then we can make it look pretty. I got you. So um, how does a bright smile affect your lifestyle? Well, that is a good question because, and I've gone on TV shows to talk about this, your, the studies have shown that if you have a brighter smile, it can make you appear more successful, look more wealthy, um, attract the opposite sex more so you can go on more dates and um, make a very good first impression. So I tell people, even if you want to do a big makeover and you can't, the least that I want you to do is get your teeth clean and get them whitened. That's the, the minimum that you can do to just make a good first impression. And then you can move on and do the stuff. But teeth whitening is super important and it's affordable. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we, you can come to the dentist, you can come to me and I can whiten them in, the, in an hour for like $350. Or you can buy a kit and do it yourself at home. I actually have a teeth whitening store that's on my Instagram and it's VIPSmilesStore.com, where you can buy everything that I have on my store to keep your teeth white is under 50 bucks. So, That's you know, true. ladies, we go get our hair done and nails done. You can spend 50 bucks to get your teeth whitened. Exactly. Especially the way you make it seem is very important. Easy. And it's, and it's really if you do it at home, it takes like five to 10 days to get the results. So. Exactly. So um, now my next question is like, is there different types of teeth whitening services? There are, let's see, yes, well, if you go to a dentist, they're going to give you two options to either whiten in an hour where we use a really strong hydrogen peroxide, that is the agent that actually gets the yellow out of your teeth. Um, so you can either get it done by your dentist in an hour, or your dentist actually might make some trays for your teeth and um, have you do it at home. And then you have all the over-the-counter products like the teeth whitening, toothpaste, mouth rinses, uh, what else they sell, um, and the, the strips. Mm -hmm. Now, the results are gonna be based on how much peroxide is in the, uh, the product. Your teeth whitening, uh, toothpaste, and the things you can buy in the toothpaste aisle only have, let's say, 1% of hydrogen peroxide. So that's not a lot to get the yellow out. Your Crest White Strips are probably the strongest thing that they have in the store. That's 10% hydrogen peroxide. Now, I sell a kit at home where you put the tray in your mouth with the blue light and then you bite for 15 minutes once a day. My kid has 12% hydrogen peroxide, but when your dentist does it, we use 25% hydrogen wow. peroxide. So that's why we can get the results in an hour because it's so much stronger. So the cheaper the product, the less peroxide it has. So in the longer it's going to take for you to see results. Wow, so, you really broke that down for us. I'm just, that's what I do. <laughs> you really, I don't yeah, think nobody's so, ever heard it explained that way before. 
I know. So that's why, you know, I tell people if you, I, what I do is I have people go to my Instagram and if you click on the second link in my, or you go to the link in my bio, I have a step one where you could download this workbook and kind of go through some questions about the color of your teeth. And then step two, I actually let you guys fill out your contact information and you can send me pictures of your teeth. If I see pictures of your teeth, I can determine how yellow your teeth are. So if your teeth are like really solid yellow, let me see if you guys can see this. Like if you are like really, like you can see a solid yellow, then you're gonna need that strong dental office strength whitener. Like mm -hmm. using something over the counter or from the store isn't gonna really work. But if you're like on the wider end of the color scale, then you might be able to use a weaker, you know, like something that you buy in the store, Crest White Strips, or even my kit that I sell. So yeah, you got to know what color your teeth are so you can determine which product you should use. Because if you're like really, really dark yellow, none of that stuff that you buy in the store is going to work. You probably need to see the dentist. I got you. So um, this is a kind of your uh, an opinionated kind of question. Okay. Is there ever a such thing as having too white of a smile? Like it's just too bright. It don't even look real. Yeah. So um, for when you're whitening your teeth, there's a limit to how far your teeth can whiten. Mm -hmm. So I'm never worried that someone will do teeth whitening and their teeth would get too white when you get the porcelain veneers the lab can use a color and create a color that's whiter than what your teeth would ever naturally you know be so yeah. when you are seeing these what i call i call it the instagram teeth ig teeth these teeth that are too white and they you know they don't even look like teeth they're so bright yeah. um, those are usually something that's artificial like uh porcelain veneers or the alternative which is called composite veneers um, the veneers you can order off the natural color scale. And yes, you know, we should be looking at the color of your skin. So you're a darker tone. If you have them big old white teeth, you, I mean, it's really going to st stand out. Yeah. So I, when I'm doing a color analysis with my patient, I try to steer them to a color that's going to look natural. But yeah, a lot of people just want them white, white, white. They think that's what, you know, that's the trend. So, you know, I, at the end of the day, the customer is always right. But I mm. personally try to keep it natural, try to keep it, you know, where it looks like teeth. Because to me, cosmetic dentistry, like I should be fooling you. You shouldn't even be able to tell that I've done your teeth. Yeah. You know, it should look so natural, like a good boob job or a good butt job. It should look like, huh, I wonder, maybe, maybe she got the teeth done, maybe she didn't. That's what I try to go for when I do the smile makeovers. Well, you definitely answer a lot of questions for us today. I really do appreciate it. So what we do on this show um, is really about legacy. Um, that's why, you know, King Legend Talks, King Legend, that's where the legend part comes from. It's yeah. all about legacy. So when we're talking about legacy, and we're talking about Dr. Catrice Austin. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, being the, 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 the person that made a difference in dentistry, the field of dentistry. Um, I've had a lot of firsts uh, in my career, and I've been recognized 
uh, for a lot of things. Um, like I was one of the first dentists to actually offer HIV testing in my dental office. Um, so when it was really, you don't hear about HIV a lot now, but I was the first one that actually started doing the swabs in the dental office. And I was very proud of that. So being a, a thought leader, a change leader, um, that I was the person that was like the Dr. Oz of dentistry and I cared about getting the information to the people so that pe so that America and the world could smile healthier, more confident and feel good about, you know, their smiles. So that's, that's my legacy. My goal is to really, when people think dentistry and even when I'm not here on this earth that people like be like that Dr. Austin like really came in and paved the way. And now I see some of the younger dentists, when they see me on Instagram, they're like, oh, you're, you're like goals. You're like, I want to be like you. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, that's so, that's so awesome. That's so awesome that people aspire to achieve some of the things that I have achieved. And I hope they make the same impact uh, that I'm trying to make and that it just continues on. But when you think of black dentists in the game, I hope that my name is mentioned that I made a difference in this world. Absolutely. And as well deserved. Thank um, you so much. And one last question that we can leave with this one is what piece of advice would you give somebody that might be interested in your line of work? Um, I would say that um, you definitely need to have a passion for dentistry. Uh, don't just do it because we make a decent amount of money. You really need to be passionate about it. And um, it is a very rewarding career. I learned during the pandemic that if I, you know, I'm always going to be employable. Um, this dentistry is always going to be needed. So I love that it is a stable job. It's great for especially the ladies out there. We It's very flexible. You can have a, a family. You can live your dreams and still be whatever you want to be and design your life the way you want to. So I highly encourage people to come on and join the field and make a difference like uh, I am trying to make a difference. If you want it, um, go for it. And we, I'd certainly love to see anyone join the field because it's been very good to me. And I, uh, if you do it right and you learn the business, it's, it's the best feeling. It's great. It's a great career and field. Absolutely. Well, I really do appreciate your time. And just for the Thank people you. listening in on iHeartRadio, where can they find you? They can find me on all platforms at Dr. Catrice Austin, D-R-C-A-T-R-I-S-E-A-U-S-T-I-N, or go to www.vipsmiles.com. There you have it, everybody. That was Dr. Catrice Austin. Thanks again for your time. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Not a problem. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember to follow me live on Instagram at KingLegend757. Turn on those post notifications so you don't miss a beat.